Hey guys, Danielle here. It's Tuesday morning and it is a balmy minus 27 degrees outside. And I decided to start my Tuesday with a dead battery. Of course, that's the way it works. Um, I've been struggling with some card troubles the last week and it's definitely been a little bit frustrating in the middle of, of everything else and that's kind of how life goes, right? So thank you guys for tuning in. As I kind of introduced in my in my last podcast here, it was that we're going to use this podcast platform to not only talk about accounting, but we're also going to use it to talk about uh, mental health, personal health, money health, um, basically everything to do with being a business owner. Um, I'm going to start this episode. This, this episode is going to be, you know, about being a workaholic. So currently right now I'm listening to the audiobook um, Girl Wash Your Face by Rachel Hollis. And if you first of all, if you haven't listened to this audiobook or read this book, you need to do that. Um, it's it's really it, it, it's it's real. Um, you know, as much as celebrities writing books are real, but it's it's a really, 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 really good book. It's just about being an honest human being and about being a mom and about, you know, having a, a daily struggle and things like that. Um, and it's, I don't know, it's very relatable. So I'm listening to her chapter right now about being a workaholic. Um, she actually calls it being a recovering workaholic. And I guess it's a good place to start because I myself find, you know, I'm definitely in a position to be calling myself a a recovering workaholic. (laughs) Um, a little bit about me. I'm, I'm fantastic at working. I'm very good at it. I am good at working long hours, drinking lots of coffee and running on little to no sleep. If you're, you know, a smart person, you look at those three things and you go, Hmm, those aren't actually all that fantastic. Yes. Working a ton is really great when you're aggressively trying to, you know, build your own empire, build a business, you know, things like that. But it's, you know, really bad for your negative health and sometimes for your physical health. I have struggled in the last, you know, three years to not only chase after the goals that I want, but also balance being a mom um, and, and just balance having a life, which, you know, there's there's definitely other people out there that, that, that struggle with the same things. So I, you know, what do I do? I make an effort every day to get what I need to get done during my day and then stop working late nights and weekends and things like that because I have a family at home that I absolutely love and needs me as much as my business and my dreams do. And, you know, our our morning routine in our family is to get up and have breakfast together as a family and we've started doing this probably for the last year and and I can't even stress enough how amazing it is for, you know, a family of entrepreneurs, both me and um you know, my significant other, we're, we're completely entrepreneurial right now. And, you know, it means we do have the luxury of getting up and having breakfast as a family in the morning. And for me, it's, it's an exercise in, in self-love and, and, and helping my mental health because I get to start my day, no matter what happens, you know, once I get to work, I get to start my day with the people that matter the most to me. Um, being a workaholic, you know, and chasing after your dreams is fantastic. Like nobody's ever going to say, Hey, don't, don't go chase your dreams and things like that. But I think 
specifically, you know, not to say that there aren't any dads out there or, or single people that, that don't feel the struggle too, but I fall into a specific group of people, you know, mom, mom entrepreneurs. And, uh, personally, I love the word mom entrepreneur. I think that, uh, it's been really fun seeing that the rise of that word used, um, more and more over the last couple of years. And, and, you know, mom entrepreneurs are definitely different, you know, a different category because not only are we running businesses, but we are also raising families and we are trying to be a good partner. And we are trying to somewhere in the midst of all that chaos, remember to take care of ourselves as well. And if you're, you know, a mom entrepreneur and you're listening to this, then, you know, maybe you're like me, which is that, you know, you're good at just working. You work and work and work until you are mentally and physically exhausted. And then you keep working because at the end of the day, you know, you take it upon yourself to have it be your responsibility to make sure that, that everything gets done. Um, I said, it's definitely, it's, it's, it's easier than it sounds to become a recovering workaholic. Um, the other thing that I've, that I've struggled with, with becoming a recovering workaholic is not drinking so much coffee. You know, people laugh and they think, oh, well, coffee's not that big of a deal, you know, but I'm coming from a position where before the age of 25, I had a stroke and I was getting really good at drinking 12 cups of coffee a day. I'm not kidding. I'm not over-exaggerating. I actually drank 12 cups of coffee a day and, you know, rational brain goes, that's, that's a lot of coffee well, you're not wrong. Um, a couple of years ago, I had a, a really real conversation with a neurologist and he just looked at me and he said, look, if you don't figure out how to drink less coffee, you're going to find yourself in a position where you're going to have a heart attack before the age of 30. You work too much, you're too stressed, you don't sleep enough. And all you do is pound yourself full of caffeine. And, you know, the other lovely cocktail involved there is that I'm a diabetic. So I have to handle my diet really well. And, Drinking a lot of coffee is just a coping mechanism for me. So I've made a consorted effort over the last three years to bring myself down to a much more (laughs) manageable number. So I sit at about three, two to three cups of coffee a day right now. And funny enough, you know, I've definitely met people that go, wow, that's still a lot of coffee. And I mean, if you pull it in relation to what I was drinking, it's actually much more reasonable. Should I drink less? Of course. Do I drink less? No, I drink two to three cups of coffee a day. And, you know, it's because I I made my coffee my comfort food, you know. For some people, it's a bag of potato chips. For some people, it's cheesecake. For some people, it's, you know, whatever else it is. Mine's coffee. I, when I'm stressed, I drink coffee. When I'm happy, I drink coffee. When I'm sad, I drink coffee. And, you know, it it takes a a huge toll on you, um... And it kind of sneaks up on you. You know, you kind of just sit there and you're like, well, I didn't really think I was drinking that much coffee. But I mean, realistically, you know, two to three cups of coffee is still is still a lot. So being a recovering workaholic means that I need to find less of a crutch than, you know, I need to I need to figure out how to how to give myself less of a crutch, which means that I have to drink less coffee. What does that mean I need to do instead? It means I need to drink a lot more water. And that's something that I've fought with every day to just remember to drink enough water. And again, that sounds really silly. But when you're busy working and working and working and working, you kind of just forget, you know, the coffee pot's full again. Okay, well, I'll just top up my cup. And then, you know, pretty, pretty soon you've made it through a day with no water. And then you get to a week with no water. And then you get to several weeks with no water and the headaches start coming in and your body feels like crap. And, you know, you're sitting there going, why do I feel like crap? Why do I feel like crap? What am I missing? Light bulb, drink some water. 
And that's something that I've struggled with hard. Um, if you, you know, I, I, I know I'm not the only person that struggles with that. Um, but I guess, I don't know, the, the beginning of this talk this morning is just when we do find ourselves in a position to be a workaholic, you know, we need to sit there and, and be able to say, hey, I'm a workaholic. And if you're a workaholic, it means that you are sacrificing something. Maybe it's not, maybe it's not something that you realize, but you are definitely sacrificing something by putting your, your working ahead of, of, of other things. And maybe it's sacrificing self-love and maybe it's sacrificing family and maybe it's sacrificing, you know, hobbies that, that make your heart happy, you know, whatever that is, you need to, you need to be able to identify it and you need to be able to take a breath and sit there and go, Hey, I can do better. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to keep sacrificing these things, Um, and so that's, that's kind of my food for thought. Um, I'm going to be right back with some more thoughts on this. So if you guys can bear with us for a minute, that'd be awesome. Thanks. Hey, I'm back. All right. So we're talking about being a workaholic or sorry, a reformed workaholic or a recovering workaholic. Um, I'm going to speak to moms, I guess, for a little bit here because, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm a mantra, I'm a mom entrepreneur. And even that word, I, I love that word. I, I love that word. I've seen it pop up in blogs on and in websites and in interviews more often in the last couple of years. And I love it. You know, like, and I, and I don't think that in any, you know, weird feminist way that it, you know, does anything different other than it just, you know, you just know, right? There's something different about being a slightly more kindred spirit with another mom entrepreneur that you know is, <laughs> you know, is in the position like you that ended, you know, Sunday night and still has a pile of dirty dishes in the kitchen and laundry that didn't end up you know, didn't end up getting completely finished. And, you know, you managed to get your kids out the door. And, you know, if you remembered your morning coffee and all your paperwork on the way to the office, you're doing good. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, that's exactly how I spend my weekend. And don't get me wrong, I got a hell of a lot done this weekend. But, you know, it's it's coming up with a balance of, of how much to do versus, you know, balance in your household and things like that. And I guess um, I, I just... Uh, I just finished listening to the audio book for, um, uh, shoot, what's it called? Uh, the Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. Um, yes, I swore. It's okay. Um, I'm not going to do it often in this, uh, I'm not going to do it often in this podcast, but, you know, every once in a while. Um, and actually, in the title of that book, it, I think it needs to be said. And the reason why is because, you know, I think that we as, as humans, as moms, as entrepreneurs, as, you know, driven, you know, passionate people, we have a lot of fucks to give, but we end up giving them to the wrong places or we give them to, you know, too many people. And then we find ourselves strained and empty. And, you know, we think we should be happy. We're running the business, you know, we're, you know, we're living the dream, but we're sitting there as, you know, half empty shells going, what am I doing wrong? Well, you're doing nothing wrong. You're just doing too much, you know, and oh my God, that sounds so profound, but you know, it's, it's, you know, it doesn't, and it's not, it's just, we, 
give our our cares and our and our love and our and our attention and our passion to so many people that I think a lot of the time we forget about ourselves. So, you know, as as someone that is sitting here as a recovering workaholic, it's it's been a journey in the last 6 months for me to figure out how to give less parts of me to the wrong people and the wrong places. Now, don't get me wrong, that doesn't mean that the quality of work or the passion or the, you know, or that that I bring to work changes. It just means that I'm learning to leave my office at the door when I leave and I'm learning to let go of stresses, uh, you know, from situations that that I'm part of but can't control or I'm learning to, you know, just pour out the love that I have into into my own family and and learning to do it to me you know um part of my big struggle is you know is self-care so being part of a you know being a recovering workaholic it means that I need to remember that I'm a you know I'm a human being too um I get my I get my nails done every six weeks that's my that's my something for me. And I, you know, play a little bit of video games when I need to decompress or I exercise a little bit when I need something. And it's, it's finding the few things that are not so all consuming that you lose sight of the other things, but you still remember to prioritize yourself. And, you know, I talked about how this morning and every morning we start by eating breakfast as a family. That is for me something that, you know, is on the giving more of myself to my family side of, of the, you know, of the, of the arena versus giving myself completely to business. Now, I think to run a successful business and be an, you know, a passionate, successful entrepreneur that you do have to, you know, you do give a piece of your soul to your business. And, and I mean, I I think that you need to do that, but I think that we can only sustain that so long before we, before we burn out. And, um, in April last year, I, I burnt out pretty bad. And, you know, the evolution of our business now has been to hire more staff and, and get more bodies in the, in the fight with us over here, which, you know, I'm, I'm truly blessed that there's, that there's people that believe in my dream that want to be part of, of the thing that I'm creating. And, um, for the record, you know, I'm definitely one of those people that says that I don't get to be me unless those other people believe in me and, and help me be me. And, and that's something really powerful that I think that, you know, I'm just going to, you know, sideways here for, for two seconds and say that, you know, if you're where you are and you have an empire, remember to thank the people that, that are helping you get there. You know, for me, it's my, it's my staff, it's my, it's my parents, it's my partner. You know, I, I don't get to be me unless those people build me up and support me and help me and listen when I need to, you know, ride out a low and, and celebrate with me when I, when I reach a high. And, and that's something that is, is just truly, truly, um, let's just go with non-negotiable. Um, if you want to succeed, then, then that's something that has to be part of your core principles. Um, but yeah, getting back to the idea that I think that we just get so busy giving so many pieces of ourselves to so many people in so many places that we don't get to, we don't get to, you know, sometimes, well, sometimes we just get caught up in working, but not so much in enjoying the dream. And, you know, like I, I built a business and I work long hours and I've, and I've fought for what I want because I want to be able to enjoy the, the results of that. So, you know, being able to 
have the time in the morning to spend with my family and eat breakfast and get up and do those things is is a result of a lot of hard work and you know having having a family at home and having you know someone that loves you and somebody that supports you makes it really hard to go in and work 18 hours a day because you're farther away from the people that you love and you know, like I said, my, my 2019 has been about leveraging other people so that I can enjoy my, you know, enjoy the, the hard work that I've put in. And I mean, we're far from finished, but it allows me to, you know, at least put a, you know, maybe not completely 50, 50, maybe 60, 40, you know, balance into work and, and home and enjoying the results of what I've built. And I guess that's my reminder to you guys is that, you know, you can be a workaholic and that's great. Like, don't get me wrong. I love working. I I love working, which is, you know, it's, it's a, it's a unique place when you really, really like what you do and you, and you love working. Um, but then you feel burnt out and you need to remember that there's more out there than just work. So, you know, from, from one recovering workaholic to other entrepreneurs and other entrepreneurs out there, I just want you to remember to, you know, to give yourself a break and, and remember that you're working for, for the reason that you want to be able to enjoy something, you know, so make sure that if you are a workaholic that maybe, maybe you just think about taking a little extra time with the people that matter. And if you don't have a significant other and you don't have kids, that's, that's totally fine. Because regardless of all of that, you have you and you needs you just as much as my family needs me. And just as much as, you know, I need me and just, I don't know. That's my, that's my Monday morning, I guess food for thought for you guys. So, um, it's just remember you. So let's, let's, (laughs) let's give some focus on, on maybe moving towards being a recovering workaholic instead of, uh, instead of an active workaholic, because there's so much good out there to enjoy, you know, and, and you work so, so damn hard to create something, make sure that you spend some time enjoying it. That's, that's the takeaway. So, Thank you guys for spending about 20 minutes with me this morning. Um, That's my rant. Um, I'm going to end these segments by asking that if you guys have recommendations for audiobooks or you guys have people that you admire or stories that, you know, that you want to share with us, that you leave us a message, you send us an email. Um, I'm actively looking for content on here and, you know, I want to hear your thoughts. I want to hear if you're like, what are you doing over there? That, that's not what I want to hear. Or if you're like, Hey, I can kind of relate to that. You know, listening to this book by Rachel Hollis, I mean, that's what she starts out by saying. She's like, man, there's so many self-help books, but you know, they always tell you all this good stuff. And she's like, I'm just going to talk about being normal. And as normal is for a celebrity, that's totally fine. I, I'm enjoying her book. I'm enjoying relating to her talking about having stretch marks and belly fat and, and peeing a little when you jump on a trampoline because you've had multiple kids and about being addicted to Diet Coke and about being a workaholic. And I hope that, you know, this channel turns into something that you guys can listen to and, and find some hope and some, some you know, just food for thought that will make you... I don't know, that, that gives you a few more tools in your, in your journey to being an entrepreneur. So as always, thank you guys so much. Um, you can view my website at www.daniellesosbookkeeping.com. 
We're an Edmonton-based accounting firm that believes in the education behind taxes, not in the profit-heavy margins that, that other people in our industry definitely seem to exploit. So hopefully just doing accounting a little bit different. Um, you can check out our website for a ton of free resources, our YouTube channel for more video resources, and our Facebook page for a little bit more uh quicker updates on what we've got going on. And uh, yeah, we hope you'll tune in again. And thank you for taking the time to spend with us this morning.